So what do you call it? My penis. Your penis. My dick or little, my cock, I guess. Little James. Little J- little Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jimbo. It's time to rise. His winkle. You're listening to Cocktails and Confessions. So, so you saw this thing that I put on Instagram. Yeah, the the poll. Yeah, and then the the messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, I did a poll saying, "Would you rather sleep with somebody? No, would you sleep with somebody that has an ugly face but a hot body?" Right. <clears throat> and basically, what had happened was I'd been on Instagram and I'd seen a couple of guys with like amazing bodies, but then the face it was like butter face. <laughs> Prawns got ripped the head off. <laughs> <laughs> Very that. And I just thought, but you know when they really love themselves? And I was thinking, I just thought, they obviously do get laid because they've got good bodies, but I was just kind of interested because I would look at somebody, if they were full of themselves and they had a hot body but an ugly face, I'm just a bit like, okay, I mean, obviously good for you that you have the confidence, but this is like overconfidence. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I was just interested to know who is put off by that, who's not, or like... Yeah. And who's... Our face is important, basically. Yeah, because your faces are quite important to me. Yeah. I'm more so than a body. Yeah. Yeah, more so than a body, definitely. It's the one thing us people that don't like go to the gym have to hold on to. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so then I posted it, and then this guy has basically, like, just gone off at me in the messages. Right. Saying that I was um, being a judgmental cunt, and that it... <laughs> <laughs> knows me so well. <laughs> and that it was the epitome of hate within the community. So she obviously had an ugly face and a good body, I'm guessing. <laughs> I'll or be neither. honest. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. It was neither. <clears throat> oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> but I just had to block him in the end. But um, me and Darren end up talking about this the other day, actually saying that um, obviously people get like oversensitive to things. But then somebody, somebody else, then messaged me, just being like, "Oh, obviously this person is wrong." But what I think they were trying to say was just that, like oh, you know, we shouldn't be perpetuating this stereotype of, like, a bitchy gay. And, you know, as having a platform, you should be, like, just doing things in a bit of, like, a kinder way. And I just thought, well, it's not really about, like, you can it's have not brands... Really your USP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can have brands that do that. Do you know what I mean? But then, like, it just completely changes the tone of everything. Yeah. And then it's not really genuine. The whole point of, like, even the podcast is that, you know, this is it's who bit, we are and we're just real. Yeah, mm-hmm. a bit of a, like how you talk to your friends around a kitchen table or something. <laughs> living room table living in this, in this squatted case. Squatted around a coffee table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure you've been squatted around a coffee table before, James. Squatted around the chairs. <laughs> 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 onto it tightly. <laughs> Yeah, so then uh, what, uh, a few people did actually, obviously everyone voted on the poll and it come back, I think it was slightly, like it was 50-50 most of the time and then it come back slightly more in favour of bodies. I think it was like yeah. 53% said yes, they would. I thought that would be the go, answer. Yeah. Even yeah. I don't agree with it, I thought that would be the answer. Yeah. Our but, community shallow as girl. Yeah, the I thing is as well, ugly is subjective. So, like, what I think is an ugly face might not be what someone else thinks is an ugly face. Yeah, that's true. 
So, man, the same body, body I suppose. <laughs> well, you know, like <laughs> no. Lee Ryan. I don't fancy Lee Ryan. <laughs> Do you think Lee Ryan? Ryan's got an ugly face. I don't know. I think it's just because he was in my head because we were talking about <laughs> before. But I don't think his face <laughs> is especially nice. <laughs> Oh, it's, are we recording? <laughs> <laughs> you can just go beat him out again. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, like, but, but ugly is subjective. Like, I don't, the same way I don't fancy, like, blondes or anything like that. Okay. A, bo- a good body is a lot, slightly more universal. Actually, it probably shouldn't be, because a good body for some people might be, like, a bear's body or something like that, where for other people it's, like, a jock's body. Yeah. But it's still slightly less subjective than faces. I think faces are more... Everyone's got their specific tastes of what features they like. Yeah, but you must know, like, the kind of guys that I'm talking about and their bodies are, like, ripped. And the face, I'm just like... You, you can't do anything about it. There is no gym for the face. Yeah. I'll tell you what's sometimes worse as well. Have you ever dated one of these guys who's had, like, it's sort of like, almost like the geek glow up? Like, they've kind of been one of those guys that hasn't really been looked at or anything. They go to the gym, get a body, and all of a sudden they think they're like Brad Pitt or something. They're the worst because they get a real attitude. It goes to their yeah, head very rude. quickly. It's like if you grow up beautiful, yeah. <laughs> like we do, then I think like you I just you exist in sort of a bubble anywhere, but you learn to sort of generally be a nice-ish person because people are always like, oh, you're so pretty as you're growing up, and then you're like, yeah. Whereas if you're... Someone who is ugly, like, all throughout their adolescence and then suddenly snaps into being what peop- other people consider hot, you're suddenly like, I'm going to get revenge on every yeah. cunt that made me feel like shit and I'm going to do it by, like, banging everyone. I disagree. Really? Yeah, when people are told that they're pretty their whole lives, they just, that's all they believe. They're like, yeah, I am so beautiful. But when when you you have low self-esteem and then you suddenly have a glow-up, <laughs> crack. <laughs> low self-esteem, I'll open a drink. <laughs> Like self-esteem, I go out for three days. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because then, like they, they, they look good, but they still don't fully have that confidence. Someone else, and that can be quite endearing, but it can also be like kind of annoying. Obviously, I guess it can go one of two ways. I there are people who are really nice, like they they grow up not feeling attractive, or they're not considered attractive. They become stereotypically attractive other people suddenly start showing interest but they remember their experiences before in like and they use them in a positive way where they're like i'm going to still be a, a nice person about this i'm not going to act like an arsehole sure. and then there's the other ones that turn into complete like ar- they're the ones that become the most arrogant i think they're the ones i've had the most experience of as well like, I, I know yours do exist yeah i think it happens with what you're describing a bit more and i wonder if it is a little bit like they're trying to embody what they've viewed people as before. So rather than they're actually a bitch, they, as a kid growing up, not really talked to, probably looked at some of them or just thought, oh, they're, they're being a bitch, they're not talking to me, so they think that's the way to act, maybe. But it's like know. bullies become bullies. The, the people who are bullied, a lot of children who are bullied become bullies because yeah. they learn that behaviour. And they, it's like for them a constant struggle to get on top almost. So once they're up there, they're like, they perpetuate that behaviour. It might not even be like a conscious thing. Whatever. <laughs> He's like, whatever, just get a nose job. <laughs> um, but uh, some of the replies that we had to the actual story, because some people just answered the poll and then other people um, actually messaged me. And uh, one person put, JJ said, it's all about personality and cock size. Damn, he can be ugly as fuck, but hung like a horse and damn right I'm about some that mate. <laughs> 
Um, Should we do what's it the reverse cowgirl on that one? (laughs) (laughs) And then Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Christ Almighty joined joined us in the conversation. He said, "God no, I'd rather have a face I'm attracted to and an okay body, or hell, even a bit of fat. Guys can look cute with love handles and a little thick." Agreed. Mm -hmm. I think. To be honest, I, I I like a fatty sometimes. I like a muscle body. I like a fatty. I like a slim guy. I don't, I'm not that body. How I'm fat pick, are we talking? I'm not fucking picky. That's the problem. <laughs> you like me? I'm in. Um, and this is my favourite one. This come from Boise. He said, I love a busted face. <laughs> I do a little bit. But yeah, I just, it, I think it's, to be honest, I think it's probably more the attitude that puts me off than anything. Bad yeah. attitude. Oh, Do you know what I mean? If they had like an average face and a good body, obviously average faces, I'm like all for them anyway. But and you have a good personality, it brings your attractiveness up. So yeah, their ugly personality just makes them uglier. Also, someone there's like, do you ever get that thing where you have sex with someone who's fa- like you don't fully fancy facially, and sometimes you're like there's a little shiver of like. Oh, I don't fancy you, so it turns me on a bit more. Oh my god, yeah, because you can totally relax. Yeah, you can do whatever you like. <laughs> you yeah. feel like the superstar in the bedroom. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you're like, I ain't got no bad angles compared to you. <laughs> it's um, a broom. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> a broomstick. Um, and just on the topic of responses from the Instagram. So, did you see the whole OnlyFans thing that me and Danny did last week about the dad and the son? I've seen, yeah, and I'd seen yeah. them pictures before and was a bit like, fuck off. Have you seen the uncensored ones? No. Oh my God. <laughs> Hold on, let me just show I was, you. I saw him post on Twitter though. I can't, I, I, like, he's like, just for anyone who didn't believe me, this is my actual dad. And yeah. Post, like pictures of him as like a, a teenager. A kid with his dad, stuff. yeah. I was like, this is fucked. So, somebody replied. Lockdown got everyone cray. <laughs> as if incest has become a thing. Incest, but make it profitable. <clears throat> Somebody sent me a DM responding to the meme that I made of it, saying, I had a threesome a week ago with a blood-related father and son. No. They revealed it after we finished. I was floored. I will never see this gay incest jokes the same as before ever <laughs> again. <laughs> oh, my God. So imagine that's real. Well, I messaged him. I'm like, hey, so do you want to come on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, he didn't. Uh, he didn't reply. So do you reckon that's just someone who was having a wank and like sending off messages? Let's see the profile. How reliable does he look? <laughs> Liar's face. <Yeah. laughs> Should we actually have that? Oh, it's a private oh, account. Private. And no profile picture either, right? Lies. What does it say? Do you think it's a lie? I just think, why would you DM and lie about that? It sounded quite genuine because you had like all the crying emojis after it as if he was a bit scarred. But I'd just be like, well, do you know what? That's your family that's fucked up, not me. I'd be like, yes, bam. I oh, fucked a dad and a son. <laughs> oh, God. I guess it would be like, people always fantasise about having sex with twins, twins? as well. So totally. it's not that. It's only like stuns throw from that. To, I guess, I guess, yeah. To different generations. So w- would you go into that situation with prior knowledge that you're going to meet a father and son? No, I, I couldn't actually. A father <laughs> and son is disgusting. It's, uh, it's I disgusting. Never, I feel like if I did Because I'm like, when did that start? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. disgusting. No, it's just fucking gross, I'm sorry. <laughs> You'd get that thing. You know when you watch like a really horrible film or something like that, and after a few days after you feel like someone's crawled into your head and you can't wash it out? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'd feel like, except someone would have crawled up my arse and I couldn't get it out. <laughs> so I think people would like them 
them, them, oh, what are they, creatures that swim up your urethra yeah, exactly. and you can't get them out? Oh. So I think the question is, how are we going to make our OnlyFans unique? <laughs> <laughs> so would you do it with twins, though? Again, it's, I feel like, you know, maybe when I was horny, I'd feel like it was like a really hot idea, especially if I was a bit like, off my tits. And then like the days after, probably coupled with a come down, I'd be like... Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on, wait. So, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> so would you have a threesome with a dad and a son if the dad and the son weren't touching each other? No. No, it's weird. Like, you're Are in we- the same room. Yeah, but then it's just a bit more like laddie, isn't it? That's what I was kind of thinking about. And I was like, do you know what, like... That person wiped that boy's ass yeah, growing up, thing. like on the top, changed his nappies <laughs> if he was in the picture, like. And we all have dads, so we know how weird that yeah. is. He's still wiping his ass after the threesome. Exactly, <laughs> wipe his dick off with a serviette. No, no. Can do it. What? Then the mum comes, gives you a cup of tea after. Would <laughs> <laughs> you do it with a, a twins if the twins weren't touching each other? Do you know what the, the thought of it? You're like, oh, that is is quite horny. But then again, I've grown, I've got three sisters and two brothers, so you've got that sibling thing, and it's just weird because anything. So what have they been doing this their whole lives? I, I get if the they weren't touching each other, it, the, the, the touching or not touching doesn't really distinguish for me. Like it's still a really it's the same thing situation, yeah. isn't it? And there is there have to be an element of them two both getting off on the idea that they're having sex in the, At the same, same time. Even if they're not touching each other. They're still obviously aroused by each other so I just think it's a real whole mess of shit that you don't want to stick yourself yeah. in the middle of this is like a dragon to fly it's just not acceptable to do that kind of stuff <laughs> so do you know what I was thinking of um, you know Tom Evans the rugby player no the one that's dating Nicole Scherzinger yeah no is that Tom Evans yeah yeah he went into like X Factor the bands as the celebrity oh yeah yeah he did a naked shoot with his brother and they were both fully naked. So I was kind of like, well, how is his naked shoot of his brother really that different from this boy having a naked shoot of his dad? But it is a bit different because I guess if you're having a naked photo shoot, like there are, not precautions, what, like, but there are sort of things, you're not there for a shag, you know. You, they're pro- they've probably got a bit of paper between their Yeah, but this bits. dad and son, <laughs> no, paper, no, they, they were like literally both standing there naked. So I'm like, obviously you're going to see the photos afterwards, so you're going to see each other's dicks anyway. So it's a little bit similar to that with the dad and the son thing. I mean, if we look at the actual dad and the son thing, if we really go into what the situation probably is, he started to make a load of money with OnlyFans. He's chatted, laughed about it to his dad. And he's like, oh, what if we both put it down and get in a newspaper? And they've done it. I doubt very much it's really gone any further than those. No, pictures. I doubt it. Yeah, as it well. must be. Yeah. I reckon it's yeah. just like They're a not inviting a woman around. Yeah, I don't even think he's gay. Oh, well then, fuck. Yeah, why are we giving fuck her... Fuck anyway. Why are we, yeah. why are we giving don't her airtime? <laughs> um, so did you watch that um, documentary on Channel 4? Me and my penis. Me and my penis. I did yeah. watch me and my penis. I feel like it should have been called my penis and me, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you call it? My penis. Your penis. My dick or little, my cock, I guess. Little James. Little J- little Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jimbo. Time to rise. His winkle. Winkle. I remember a girl saying to me at school, I saw my daddy's winkle once and I was like, even then I remember being repulsed by that word. Oh. And now when I look back on it, I'm thinking what the fuck was going on in that house. Yeah, well, even the fact, like, if she was like, I saw my daddy's winkle, I'd be like, aha, your dad's got small dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would call it a dick. I feel like a, I feel like the cock is just 
too sexual to say in a oh, day to day. It sounds so horny if you call it your cock. I have to say knob because I feel like penis is too scientific. Yeah. Willy, like you stopped saying you were like six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cock is just like, come here. Whereas I feel like knocking cock. Maybe cock when, when it's erect and dick when it's flaccid. <laughs> I would just call it a dick anyway. I feel like dick is more British. Yeah, no, I'd call it a knob, I dick. think. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> did you hate do you hate Willie as well though I've always thought that word Willie just sounds awful and I've actually had adult guys say to me really to refer to it as a Willie and I just think Jesus like, I think Mark calls his a Willie does he I think so yeah that's so funny um, with, did you ever have like like m- was it much of a discussion in like the, the changing rooms and stuff at school for you was it things was no it- I went to Catholic school and you just didn't talk about stuff like that at all. I mean, but when you say Catholic school, because I went to a Catholic school, but it wasn't like, we weren't like praying every day and shit. Oh, we, well, I did. We went to like mass every day. In the morning. Mass every day. You, you went to a Catholic yeah. school. Didn't everyone I know who went to Catholic schools have to pray quite a lot? Yeah. No, not at all. Even RE was... was Church of England. No, it was a Catholic school. Yeah. yeah. And it, even RE was a DOS. RE was oh like God. the biggest... Oh, no, they took it seriously where I went. I, I actually... got asked to leave for being gay. Oh! Yeah. Oh, my God. As if you're out that young. Yeah. I came out when I was like 14 or 15. And I remember the... I think it was the vice principal took me into her office and was like, given the choices you've made with your life, don't oh. you feel like you'd be more comfortable somewhere else? And I was like, this way I'm going to dig my heels in then. And I was like, no, I'm happy here and I've got lots of good friends. I didn't. But I was like, <laughs> 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 I'm going to stick around because I just wanted to like wind them up at that point. Yeah, oh my god, I can't believe that. Yeah, no, mine was fine. Like, there was like, oh my god, my school was ratchet, you know. There was like girls getting pregnant in year nine, oh, it's like, bear. Yeah, it was not a Catholic school at all in that sense. I actually did my whole RE because you had to do a GCSE in RE. Yeah. I actually did my whole paper on about how like religion is basically just similar to like magic, yeah, and people just believe it, but nobody ever sees it. I got an A. Oh, really? Yeah, just <laughs> talking truth, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but they, it wasn't like a, like on the documentary they were saying that how like people would get teased at school about like having like little dicks and things because people didn't, we, the showers at our school were never in use after PA. Um, that was never really like a, te- a point of teasing at our school. Mm. Um, but there was this one boy, Vincent, and he was already fit anyway, but he was like the, he was like the chav of the year. But he was sexy. And he was never rude to me, which is what I liked. Whereas, like, a lot of the kids did pick on me, but he never really did. He was always like, yeah, safe, safe. <laughs> and every day, he'd like, or not every day, but every PE, he'd, like, be, like, whipping his knob out. I'd be like, yes, three o'clock on a Tuesday, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely, like, an early developer, I yeah. would say. It was, like, a fully-fledged knob with, like, veins and shit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, we never really had... No one ever really... I went to an all-boys school for three years. It was really posh. And no one ever really compared. Like, I do remember a couple of times they'd all do these weird things where they'd all slide across the shower rooms and they were, like, pushing up against each other. And I did used to think, like, oh, that's a bit gay. But I was too much of a geek. Everyone was really posh at that school. And I was, like, the rough one. So I was like, I'm not getting involved. Um, and then I got excused from PE. But I've never, I never really saw anyone get the piss taken out of them for the size of their cock or people comparing or anything. No, yeah. No, did how, did you ever feel? You said that you weren't doing PE from year ten. Yeah, so when I was, I think it's thirteen or fourteen. They, they, well, I did it for a couple of weeks, and they noticed that I would stopped going to school on the day I had PEs, and the only way they could get me to go to school was say I'd go to the library. But I think, even though I wasn't gay, I think it's 
Peeing's a rough ride for gay boys, regardless of dicks and things like that. So yeah. too right, I should be excused. They should have sent me to go and do netball with the girls. I'd have happily done well, it. Well, that's what I did. Like, <laughs> I just refused to do, like, rugby because I fucking hated it. So yeah. I ended up getting to do, like, gymnastics and stuff like that, trampolining. We had a sports centre <laughs> next door to the school, so I just used to go down there and trampoline. I just used to say that I was sick and then smoke. <laughs> At the boys' school, they used to make me do cricket. Sailing, hockey, sailing, rugby. I, my PE bag used to break my back because you used to have to walk through this massive field to get to the uh, things. It was so posh. The first, the next school, it was all like football and smoking. But yeah, that first one, you'd have to have your cricket, like whatever those pads are called. I can't even remember. So your school like boats? No, you used to go into um, the aquadrome and they oh. the boats and we'd sail it. You can imagine me that like, I went in once and the water stank so much I never did it ever again. <laughs> I'd be doing it. I'd be like, yeah, teach me how to sail for when I'm like cruising with my yeah, sugar daddy. Like, I want to get on a yacht. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's how you knock them off into the sea and then drive away on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking like in my head when I was driving the boat. <laughs> but uh, one place where I did see a lot of dicks was in Scouts. I didn't do anything like that. Did you not? know? And I remember every time we'd go like canoeing or something, like the older boys would always be like just dropping their towel and getting changed. It was like all the younger boys who were like my age were like 12, 13. We'd all be like with the towel around us, pulling our shorts down from underneath. <laughs> but I was a chubby kid as well, so I didn't have like good body image anyway, I don't mm. think. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't really like a much of a... I don't know, I never really felt like too self-conscious about being naked because I was never really naked at that age. I never then. felt self-conscious about my body. I just don't remember ever being in that many situations where I had to be fully naked. Because even when we went swimming, um, it was at a place where it was all individual cubicles. It wasn't like you were out in one big changing room getting changed in front of each other. Sure. And Catholics, like, well, at my school it was all about modesty. So it's like you don't show yourself off that often. <laughs> and because I didn't feel body conscious though, like I remember thinking like, well, I'm not hideous, so I felt happy being like in my underwear or something like that, but I just wouldn't be whipping it out in front of people. Oh, body dysmorphia started young for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, and what about um, things like uh, awkward boners? Because I know they spoke about that on the show. But I remember that a lot. Yeah, just like, do you remember being in like a classroom and like having a lesson about nothing in particular? History. Just it was having always look, history. Well, I was Latin, always, yeah. <laughs> I remember like English or something like that. I'd be sat there and my dick, you know, like you're sitting up against it. So your dick is like up against the table, basically. Okay. Wouldn't it be rock? Yeah. Like the hardest erection. Almost like, 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 I think they said in the documentary, almost like painful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'd have to think of things like get, like drowning in ice water or something like that to try and get it to go away. And that, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of incest. <laughs> this is a fucking incest hour. <laughs> I was like, Chandler's knees, Chandler's knees, <laughs> Chandler's feet. Did you ever notice as well, and it sometimes even happens now, if you're a bit tired, you get random hard ones more. Like sometimes even, yeah. not as much now, but there'll be times at work, if I was tired, it's like, I, all of a sudden I've got a... I always get them when I'm sort of, you know, when you're feeling a bit like dozy. Yeah. It's usually, especially when I'm travelling. So like if I'm in a car, I think the guy said on the documentary, like in a car, I get it very much like on planes. Yeah. If I'm flying, I will, like, I almost feel like I have to run off to the bathroom and have a wank. Do you? I have a couple of times. Oh my God. Yeah. Turbulent wank. <laughs> Join the Mile High Club yeah, alone. On your own. <laughs> 
winning. <laughs> I see. I don't think I ever. I never get like unsurprising bonus no more. But I think you have to be kind of horny to do that. And obviously, I work from home, so as soon as I'm horny, I wank. Yeah. So I don't think I ever really go like longer than I would say two days without a wank. Yeah. Honestly, I would eat, if I'm hungover especially as well, yeah, it just would sometimes happen a bit randomly. And I think, why does it happen when I'm tired? Is, but I hear your uh, blood has to go into your erection a few times a day to ensure that it stays the same size, otherwise it shrinks. So I don't know if it's to do with that, where you were so drunk the night before, not, not enough blood went in, so it's in. So you're catching up with filling yeah. out. <laughs> to make sure it's, we're not shrinking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, have you seen these, sorry, a bit off topic, but have you seen these, like, these, I keep seeing them on Twitter, I guess they're like the new version of, like, a penis pump, but they're called, like, penis extenders, but it's a big old contraption. Yeah, they've been around for years, the ones, they, I've, I remember seeing them years ago, they, like, hook the head in, and it, it's almost like a, it's stretching it down. Yeah, but they start like rolling it a bit. Yeah, yeah, scaffolding on the side. <laughs> yeah, so they've got like a scoliosis brace for your dick. What the fuck? <laughs> but didn't it, would that not like end, end up giving you like? And like we talked about like mushroom head dicks before. I feel like that would be a route to getting like more of a mushroomy dick because the the stalk <laughs> would get thinner the more it's stretched. Oh yeah. No, because this is like a kind of rolling thing. So it's like the whole thing is being like rolled out. I don't know. In um, Turkey, there's a, there's an oil that they um, someone was telling me. I don't know what the oil was called. But they do this massage on it. Um, they do this massage on it with this oil. In I think it's in Turkey or somewhere in the Middle East, where it actually apparently makes it longer. But again, you can end up with scarring. You'd end up with like gristle dick. Well, didn't the these, guy like, on the, the documentary say that he damaged the the fit one, the Muslim? Oh, I can't. Oh, that sounded God. so painful. That he said that he'd like because he was trying to stop himself from coming. He gripped it so tightly that he damaged himself. That's what I imagine. So I, I mean, I can't be imagine being so bothered about the size of your dick that you buy a fucking pump for it. No, no. Like, and even people because they do penis enlargement surgery but really all it actually is is either they inject like fat or whatever it is and it mm. gets thicker and those look weird I've, I've Ew, seen no, I've no, oh, apparently they'll look gross and there's one where they put like a ruler down it I've heard oh. yeah. or they do this something where they like basically cut away some of the like tendons, tendons or muscles and it down. just yeah and it just looks a bit bigger flaccid who would care about that enough? Like, how much do we know about fucking penis surgery <laughs> for people that don't care? <laughs> because I know all of that as well. I certainly I don't care about penis enlargement, having researched it for seven years. Yeah. <laughs> but don't you feel it's a bit like it's a bit like the colour of your skin? Like you can't do anything about. Like I, I don't, don't get me wrong. I don't, I've ne- I've been with guys that are big. I've been with guys that are smaller and stuff like that. And I mean, I've probably had situations where I've gone into them, and, and you might be a bit conscious when you're naked. But I don't really remember. It was always a bit like. I can't change this any more than I can change the colour of my eyes. Like, sure. It, every, people might say, oh, they want, I, I just don't remember ever really saying, oh, I want an inch more or two inches more, do you? You've just got to love it or shove it. <clears throat> I mean, don't get me wrong, if somebody was offering me an extra inch, I would yeah. take it. Yeah, yeah. I think most people yeah, if were. if the dick fairy came down and was yeah. like, free extra inch for anyone who wants, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, sure, if it's free, it's me. Yeah. But like... <laughs> how much mind have you paid it? That situation, how much mind have you paid it over the years? Really? Yeah, sure, no, not a lot. But I think you do go through a phase as a man, a bit like what they say in the documentary, how they were like, oh, straight men are like obsessed with size because they don't ever see each other's flaccid yeah. kind of thing. Obviously, we see each other's hard and flaccid, but I think all men, whether you're gay or straight, you go through this phase of thinking that, you know, you probably, not that necessarily you don't have enough, but you're like, oh, I could do with a bit more. But right. I think a lot of that comes from the fact that you look down at it. Yeah. So that when you're like in a, when you're like in a, a full length mirror, mm. or like when you do a video, it looks like you can see a bit more what it looks like in real life. Mm-hmm. But I must say, I do, and especially from that documentary, 
straight men and gay men are very, very different. In yeah. I think actually gay men, one of the few ways we actually have a healthy relationship over the straight community <laughs> is with our penis. Because some of the comments they were making, like, I can't really remember, but it was almost like, when I'm getting that hardening in my pants, it just reminds me I'm a man. And another one said, the fact that I know that sperm can make a baby just makes me feel like I'm masculine. And I was a bit oh, like, yeah. I, does I'm it really? Like, I've never ever felt like that in my life. Girl, what? Yeah. <laughs> so I think, I don't know if all straight men are like it, but if it, that is what they are, like, do you ever come and then think, oh, yes, look at my seed, my life-bearing seed on the pillow. Funnily enough, <laughs> on the pillow? On the pillow? Funnily enough, I, I, did... I meant to say sheep, but I don't know where pillow comes from. <laughs> I got a pearl necklace the other day and there's still some left there, so it's in my mind. Not really. I did think, though, I, when they mentioned the thing about it being used to like create life and create babies and that, I never thought... I've never once looked at my spunk and thought, oh yeah, babies. And when the other guy was talking about the fact that he couldn't have children and he was so gutted. Oh yeah. My initial reaction was like, oh my God, like get over it. Like just adopt whatever. But I think that's just because I come from a place of always knowing in my head that I can't really have a biological child. I could if I like really wanted to, but just not with my partner naturally. I have like looked at my cum before and thought, how weird is it that there's like billions of little, there's I little, don't know, little things in there? And like, I don't know, like maybe been like, I wonder if I'd ever be able to see it. But then I don't pay it no more mind than that. And I certainly don't think this sperm will make a baby or something like that, you know? No. Do you know what I once did do when I was about 13 or 14? I had this little microscope that someone had bought me. Now, it would have been 14 because I didn't even, I never discovered one because I'm circumcised. I thought wanking, I thought when people said wanker, it was a joke. So I was sexually frustrated for years until I discovered conditional, like... Conditional? <laughs> I was in like the bath and I was like, oh my God. Keep that smooth, honey. <laughs> keep, keep that shaft smooth. <laughs> I can't remember what my point was with bringing that up, but I was like, I think we can end there. <laughs> <laughs> so what, when you was a teenager, what was the most obscure thing that you ever masturbated to? Two. Yeah. Over. So I'll, I'll give you a weird one. When I was younger, I... I became a born-again Christian. When I was about 13, I, I might have even spoke about this before, I'd left the grammar school and went to another school. My mum, for me to have friends, sent me to the local youth, church youth group. Now, none of my family were religious. And I got quite, I suppose, Bible-bashed. I don't know if that's the word, the wrong word. But they kind of convinced me that being gay was wrong and stuff like that. And when I used to wank, I used to wank. I suppose, not the same as him, but I used to create all these things where the man would be there, but we wouldn't actually have to touch, so he'd almost, like, be there, or, like, then I'd, he'd be, like, tied up or whatever, so he wouldn't know who I was, because no one could ever know I was gay, and that would genuinely be how I would kind of wank when I was, like, 14, because I never thought I could actually get with a man. Oh, my God. Is that obscure enough? That's quite obscure. <laughs> yeah. obscure. Um, mine was... Oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. Um, his dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. On the, on the yeah. scenes. Yeah. He's on coming the scenes. back. Yeah. Got a thing for that, Darren. Um, <laughs> Fuck off, he was just being. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god, no, this is so embarrassing. So, do you remember um, Ali G in the house, the yeah. film? There was a scene where he like was tied up and the blind man comes along and was like polishing the poles and then was accidentally wanking <laughs> him off. And he used to like wank over his like sex face. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't because the man was blind and he couldn't see you until you were gay. <laughs> <laughs> James, you are not getting off scot-free. I don't think mine are that weird, though. It was always stupid things like you'd pause, like, 
an episode of Friends when someone had their shirt off or something like that. Or even if I could just see someone's armpit with a bit of hair in, I would have a wank over that. Did you ever pause Euro Trash? Oh my God, Euro <laughs> Trash was quite... But that's the thing, Pete, you, that's so unsexual. Mm. But it was just like, I think for me it was about seeing body hair. Because like, I remember like Joey had a hairy chest and like seeing men with like shaped up non-shaved armpits I'd like because like, I didn't really grow up my dad died when I was seven so I didn't really have like a, a man around the house to see nude I remember I used to have a wank to my neighbour's dad mowing the lawn as well because he was ex-military and he used to <laughs> he used to <laughs> like mow the lawn with his shirt off right outside my window so I would literally be out like looking out the window like <laughs> having oh a task that's, that's so voyeuristic <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I actually thought about doing it the other day because my neighbour was out there and he's quite fit my neighbour um, and I was just like, and I just feel like, no, this is a bit too weird. <laughs> I see my imagination so good. But did you, you said something to me once about when you were younger that kind of rang true in here as well. I don't know if you felt the same about when you were younger, it was more about the, almost the genitals and it being a man in the body than it actually was about the face. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. It was always about like the penis. Yeah. And then as you got a bit older that you yeah, yeah. man's love. Yeah. yeah. Now I can't, like now for me seeing a face is really important. I think we've talked about this before, like when we talked about dark rooms, I find if I can't see someone's face when I'm having sex with them, I might as well not even be having sex because the face is what turns me on and seeing their reaction and like, especially when they come, how their face goes a bit mad, <laughs> you know, like when they, like, they look a bit more like an animal. But how do you see that if you're doing doggy? I have a look. I'm <laughs> <laughs> crane around. Heron <laughs> <laughs> in the bed. <laughs> or make sure there's a mirror look. somewhere or something like that, <laughs> just so I can see it, because that's the most important part for me. So I asked the followers what their what the most obscure thing they ranked over was, and oh my god, do you know what I was thinking? Okay, mine's not so bad. Like my spider plant or something. <laughs> <laughs> some of them some of them are quite normal and then some of them are a bit weird um so somebody said my my best friend's dad i'm like yeah i oh come on everyone's done that oh i've ranks i've had over your dad's <laughs> <laughs> definitely not my dad no i mean yours but i'm standing at the grave tossing yeah. up <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, why is this cremation jar all sticky? <laughs> Ash doesn't work very well. <laughs> trying to scatter it and it's all in clumps. <laughs> <laughs> like a bit of dough. <laughs> um, Sorry, Dad. <laughs> I'm going to watch your dad be like, no, this episode's going to tank, bitch. I'm probably going to get like, some sort of curse now. <laughs> no, my mum's probably just up there being like, you should hear the shit he says about me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Willie wanked over the Freeman's catalogue on his aunt's kitchen floor. Do you not remember when you were younger, though? Do you remember like the laser hair removal adverts in the back of the magazines? And I'd be like, oh my God, a six-pack and pecs. Well, I remember like the next catalogue, and the, I'd always look at the section with the Tanga briefs and yeah. stuff like that, and you'd see if you could see a little like little snatch of hair or something like that, and that would be enough to send you away. No, see, I think I was just a, a teenage whore. I wasn't <laughs> dealing with none of this. I was like, I needed to see like actual sex, or like I would, I would, I would pause, I would watch TV shows that my sister watched and then pause it when there was like full frontal nudity. I'd never be like wanking over a butt crack or like a torso or... <laughs> an armpit. An armpit, yeah. See, I um, was quite lucky. I, I saw on there someone said, oh, 
you, you can have a better wank when you use your imagination against, but it's a lot more effort. So if you just yeah. want to be lazy, you look at porn. But yeah. I don't know. My imagination has always been quite there. I don't know if I can just go straight to that place within a second of closing my eyes, but it yeah. depends on the effort for me. It depends how I'm feeling. Mm. Like, I think some days my imagination can really run away with me and I won't even need to look at porn, won't even like need any of that. And then some days I'm like, you know, when you, especially when you've just woken up and you have a wink, a wank, a wank, a wank, I feel like that's the most difficult wank because maybe my mind isn't fully up and running. So it takes a longer time to get there if I'm just trying to do it mentally. If you're like writer's block, and then yeah. have to turn the porn on. <laughs> the plot Fill isn't in the working. Blanks. The plot isn't working. <laughs> Did you? Are you talking about like first thing in the morning? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's you quite rare that I have on first thing in the morning. When I used to get when I was, when I used to be stoned, I'd wake up in the morning quite tawny sometimes, and then need one first thing. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm weighed for sure. Um, then. Oh, this is so embarrassing. I'm so embarrassed for this person. Oh. <laughs> they put, when I learned how to masturbate, Austin Powers, lol, not my proudest moment. I'm like, Austin Powers, shag me, baby. To hit the character itself or like the film, like Fat Bastard or something. That's worse. Well, I'm just, well, both of them are not good. <laughs> Austin Powers had chest hair. Is that not enough for you, James? <laughs> I just wanted some clarity. But then, do you not remember how, like, we all said we had Euro trash when we were younger? Because I never had that much access to the internet like we do now when I was younger. But some of the dicks on Euro trash, I'd be like, oh, like there was some magician that would have his fucking dick wrapped up as a wand, and I'd be looking there for the balls that were hanging out underneath the bottom. <laughs> Did you as well? Do you know what I'm talking no, about? I don't know what you're talking I about. I get what you mean. But I didn't find. <laughs> I remember finding Euro trash very unsexual. Euro trash was something more like clowny. So I would watch that what and be like, oh, horrible. It was literally. They'd be like, here's my. Dick and then be like let's throw it in an ice cream sundae and then wiggle it around and laugh about it and I'd like pause before the ice cream and be like okay imagine that's all <laughs> um, and then Lola Ferrari would come on and ruin it all oh god <laughs> somebody said I, uh, Rory said I used to do one every day watching Alistair Appleton present Cash in the Attic I, I googled him he's actually alright looking Yeah. Uh, we have another Little Woods catalogue the bit in Mary Poppins where Dick Van Dyke dances like a penguin but I think that's got to be a joke I know what he's talking about. Yeah, I can't imagine that. That cannot be sexual. <laughs> Simba. Actually, do you know I what? I can understand John because Harbour. I fancied Scar from Lion King. Because Scar had armpit hair. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> was it armpit or something back of No, it was like he had tufts oh. of black hair under his armpits. And I remember fe- feeling very sexual about that. <laughs> and wanting Scar to like be on top of me so that I could see the armpit. Oh my God, that's crazy. I, I did fancy Johnny Bravo a little bit for a while. Right, but... I just feel like you would never wank over a cartoon. I think I was too. That was. I was too young to be wanking at that point. But I knew that was what I wanted. Yeah, claws and fighting. A raggy bunch of hyenas. Um, kind of all right. <laughs> Tony wanked over the bill. Do you know what? There were some fit cops on the bill. Hundred percent. I've definitely wanked over. Bill I like remember this. one of the one of the, one of the pigs. I was going to say one of the police oh. got. <laughs> one of the police got like kidnapped by a bunch of women and they bundled him into a car they were all wearing like rubber masks they pulled down his pants uh, his trousers and his pants on the crotch it said super stud and they like ripped the shit out of wasn't him wasn't that bad it. girls no the, oh, that this was, was that was in the bill and I remember then they left him tied up in a like an underground car park and you could see him in his underpants and I remember thinking that was hot and I also used to remember being very disappointed every time one of the policemen took that helmet off and they had 
loads of hair because I always assumed they all had shaved heads and for some reason that did a lot more for me than so the bill <laughs> <laughs> now, there's definitely a couple a couple of uh, policemen there like, oh, yes. oh my god no stop I'm calling the police James Per, not you obviously oh, somebody else oh maybe I shouldn't name him but touching my sister's sleeping boyfriend's penis Oh, no, right. Well, that's sexual assault. Yeah, I was going to say, I said like <laughs> obscure, not statutory rape. And also, imagine his sister woke up. <laughs> huh? Imagine his sister wakes up and there's your. Oh, I suppose there's only one. No, I don't know if the sister was there. It's his sister's sleeping boyfriend. So he actually touched it or he wanks about the act of going in there and touching it, do you reckon? Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. I don't think he's actually done it. But then I'm like, surely if you're going to go that far, just imagine the whole hook. He might, he might <laughs> like them soft. Maybe, but I maybe like it's the, yeah, maybe it's the yeah. like, yeah, I do like it. Something about a flaccid penis is quiet. Unfortunately, I never stay soft when I'm around them. I like <laughs> for a couple of seconds. <laughs> there is something quite like sexual about a flaccid penis, though, in a different way than a hard one. Yeah. Oh my God. Diego from Ice Age. Is that the meerkat? No, what? that's the saber toothed tiger. I can see that, seeing as I, you know, with my scar. Yeah. Obsession. Oh, of what about King Triton? He was a bit old. Eric, yeah, but he's got a tail, it. so where's the dick? That is it. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, just a size girl. <laughs> no, Prince Eric was probably my first cartoon crush. See, the thing is, again, I get having the cartoon crush, but yeah, I'm like, I can't wank over yeah. a Disney film because there's no dick. Yeah, and also there was a bit. There's somebody put a big, bulky purple alien from Space Jam. Count Chocula, the serial vampire. I've had a wank over Legolas, the elf out of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we said as a teenager. Oh, okay, so yeah, I've come in last all week. Points, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think, oh, somebody else said Jafar from Aladdin. Um, and too much of a drag queen for me. True, actually, <laughs> true. She does wear makeup. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe she's a blouse. Yeah. Ooh, femtop. Femtop. Um... And then the male anatomy section of an encyclopedia. I think I've done that before. Your biology yeah, but uh, do you mean like a... Not like the skeletal... Yeah, that's no, what I'm no, thinking, no. like one of those sliced through ones where you see all the like <laughs> no. the nerves and tissues. No, just one where it's like... That's how people become cannibals, just... I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a whole other episode on spirit cooking. <laughs> um, so we have to pick a winner, because this is a competition. Whose is the most embarrassing... But there is um, a late newcomer. I just saw this one. And Adam says, I thought of the gladiators beating me up with a giant cotton bud. Yeah. <laughs> That's a winner. <laughs> Has anyone not had a wank over a gladiator? I used to love Cobra. I lived with Ooh. one of the gladiators, didn't I? Which really? one? Um, Diesel? <laughs> it must have been one of the late editions. I'm like Wolf, Cobra, like the really old ones. I, I used to, to like, what, there was one called Ace that yeah. I fancied. He, he uh, owns a loft conversion company in Essex now. Oh. I've followed up. <laughs> <laughs> They're all doing random jobs. Isn't there like that psychoanalyst on Big Brother's Little Brother that used to be Jet? Oh, really? Mm. Oh, is that what she's doing now? Yes. Well, it's not on anymore, but yeah, she used to be like either a body language expert or something like that. I think I had an autographed picture of her. Oh, really? Yeah, my brother gave it to me. I was like, why do I want this woman in a leotard? <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I the one that I lived with in LA, he owned a strip club <laughs> in like, somewhere in the middle of England and he used to just like put it put up the security cameras on the TV screen in the living room so like some days he would literally just be in there smoking weed watching the strippers in his club and I'm like 
kind of a sad life. Go get an audition. Go he was also an actor. He was also an actor. No, he was in LA and the club was in England. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 2 or something. But, so is that, is that like Newcomer, the winner? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Beat me with your cotton bud till I come. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that you call it a cotton bud because I never know what to call them things either. Baton, I don't know. <laughs> Baton. <laughs> Baton. Um, so, what did you think of like the documentary as a whole? I don't. I quite liked it. I feel like it was it was much deeper than penis. Though I think it was more about sure. men just don't have the ability. Well, not the ability. Straight men. We grew up as gay men, not being able to be ourselves. But I think it's become very clear that straight men also can't do the same because there's this this kind of square box they almost have to fit into and it just looked like it was much more about men saying okay I can show you a bit of vulnerability um, sure okay rather than actually actually about the penis but no I really really liked it yeah because the thing is I thought I don't know I did think it was just slightly messy in the way that it was put together because the whole thing was me and my penis and then it went into so many other things about like sexual assault and there's violence and that. Yeah, yeah. And I almost felt like the tone of them like walking around with their knobs out, talking about like measuring it and topping for the first time and getting awkward boners, that was a different tone to like the deeper stuff. And not saying that like you can't have both, but it's sort of strayed from the central premise though. It, that's it. That's it, yeah. If I, I, I felt like I was watching um, a drag race runway challenge and they'd missed the thing. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. I was also quite interested. You know when you, like, the guy who was the photographer of all the penises? Yeah. I just spent half the time thinking, like, why do you get into that field? Like, why do you get into penis photography? <laughs> like, is it so that you can be in a room with a load of naked dicks and then you just decide that it means something afterwards? Or is it, like, is is our penises his life's work? I would, like... And I, I, feel, to... I feel like that about, like, for, not all photographers, but I do think maybe some photographers like particularly ones that do just like male anatomy or like male physique sometimes i think are you a lover of art or is it or are do you, you a wanna, slag yeah do you just want a load of men <laughs> to get their kit off and like once they're in the room with you they're probably going to shag you anyway probably yeah and if you think how we, you, you're both creative minds as well how we, i could sit here and draw you a little squiggle on a bit of paper and make up some bollocks to make you really think that was a good piece of art <laughs> so i'm like you definitely would be able to do it like oh yeah i'm so horny take a picture of this much don't you see how it hangs down over the balls it's showing like? <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I do, I do think like people could, I think people think that about me as well sometimes because they're like, oh my God, you have a whole blog about sex. And I'm like, honestly, it comes down almost to being a bit like, you know, like a gynecologist where you're like, I've seen one, I've seen them all. But it's not, I don't do it for like sexual arousal or anything. I do it because that just, after I created the blog of it being like a, a risque, Carrie Bradshaw-esque style dating thing, that just ended up being where more money more, more than money was yeah, basically you're just wanking over the money i worked for a porn company on like the production side of things for two years and i remember for the first year like thinking oh this is the greatest job ever i get to see sex all the time but it in turn made me really hypersexual like i felt like i was watching sex all day i needed to have sex with people all the time yeah afterwards. yeah yeah but after about a year of it i think it that wore off and then it was just like yeah one it's just a job isn't it yeah and then like even working at qx when we would work on qx men doing the porn version of the magazine it was a bit like i would look at this and occasionally i'd be like four he's fit but right. the rest of the time it was just like lol also how hard would it be to get horny in that old office where it used to be <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah that's for sure but that's the thing it's like is it is it like a job or a passion as a photographer I would assume that that's his passion it would have to be what is your passion peni 
not. Penis enthusiast. <laughs> She's a penis enthusiast. <laughs> penis enthusiast. Um, yeah, uh, I was kind of interested that they showed full-on erections. That was uh, I wasn't. I didn't know that before I watched it, and I started watching it, and I was like, oh. I was quite taken aback by how much penis was is it was in it in general. Peni. 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 Because like, I guess I didn't. I thought they would just be like a load of like, you know, like artsy shots yeah. of them, like kind of in profile or something, or like shadow. Sure. But it was full on cock. Well, the uh, the internet had a lot to say about Sam Morris. Is he the one that was the, the big one that was coming through the bushes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it sound like you're in fucking Jurassic Park. Well, no, I remember him because he's like, don't, you, you know, you shouldn't worry about it. Unless you get old, you don't worry about your cock size and things like that. And I thought, because you're sitting there with a big fucking stone colour, like, of course you don't have to worry. Christmas reef around here. I just, I have known about like known of him for ages oh, what, is he someone that's known he's yeah just because he posts nudes all the time he's like a nude model oh, okay and um yeah i just really wasn't expecting him to sound like that I don't know. no i didn't expect him to sound. i think so. i've met him a couple of times he wasn't very pleasant though oh um spill, spill the people, tea well not just not like actively mean but like he, i think at one point he followed me on instagram and you know this was years ago in sort of like the Dolson Superstore like 2013 kind of days I remember being in the same club as him and being like oh hi we follow each other on Instagram and it was a bit like like that kind of like proper pie you oh. kind of behaviour but I've also had friends like one illustrator and one photographer who have had like bad run-ins with him oh. where and they're both quite successful where he's basically said oh so when are you drawing me or like when are you gonna take photos of me and they'd be like oh if you want a photo session done or an illustration um you could like my rates are this and he was like oh i don't pay to be like i don't pay to model um, oh, okay. it's like oh all right well fuck off then yeah bye oh she thinks that take yourself and your big dick and fuck off <laughs> Maybe she's changed. Who knows? She. She. <laughs> so rude. I don't know, but that, that's my experience and the experiences of the people that I know who have dealt with him. Yeah. But then I know people that love him think he's the fucking bee's knees, so yeah. swings and roundabouts. Yeah. Could have been in a bad mood, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Go stick your dick in a bush and make everything better. <laughs> uh, well, we're getting towards the end of the show. <laughs> What uh no let's round let's have a better note to end on. Do you know what actually? Let's do. I want to introduce like this new feature actually, to I the show. Say, I did think of a weird thing. Not that I wanked over, but I wanked with. Yeah, because please. I basically made my own fleshlight. Oh, when I was like, I think I was about fourteen or fifteen, and I remember filling a latex glove <laughs> up with water okay. and tying. <laughs> And tying one end with a rubber band, and basically like so that it, there was like a hole in it, and lubricating it, and like basically wanking with it. But essentially, I guess I was just fucking a a glove. 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 <laughs> <laughs> glove. That's like, so. What Cedars were being quite open. I did something similar. Got a toilet roll tube. Got the co- opened the condom, filled the condom with lube, and then pulled, stretched the the condom over. I must have been about fifteen if I had access to a condom. Stretched it over the toilet tube roll tube with um the thing and then used it as like a flesh jack in between two pillows like I was fucking oh my god you guys I wanted a hands free wank and I'm a creative the creative lips that we've gone to I'm like this one time I got a coat hanger (laughs) (laughs) and some tights and some baked beans (laughs) Um, oh this is one question I wanted to ask you have you ever injured your penis 
Oh yeah, bare times. I thought I'd literally broke it once. Never to that extent. Never like anything. Well, like I would say, structural. But I was, <laughs> it wasn't bad. <laughs> well, that's when you break your penis, isn't it? But I've I've like like cut myself or chafed myself. Like usually on days when like maybe I've been very hungover or, or dehydration like, coming down off something and been very horny and I've over masturbated or something like and that. And also the dehydration as well. It's not yeah. good. Um, I thought I'd, I just woke up in I think I was in Spain, but I was on like a family holiday. But me, my sister, and my brother. And it's not one of those stories. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the OnlyFans account? Yeah. <laughs> OnlyFans. Um, so we'd gone out like just to a club in the mountain somewhere. And I'd got really drunk. And I'd blacked out. And I just kind of remember like being in the mountain somewhere with a guy. But I don't know what happened. And, but I knew that we were obviously getting with each other. And I woke up the next day and I had this big purple bruise on my dick. And I was like, oh my God, what has he done to me? So in the end, I did, <laughs> only fans, I did have to show it to my sister because I was like, but I just, yes. it, it was right at the base. So I was like, oh, I was like, no, I need you just to have a look. Um, because her, her ex-husband, he actually did break his penis once, I think, like the, whatever the medical actual definition of breaking your penis yeah. is. Um, I think that did actually happen to him. Or maybe she said that she was like, oh no, she, I think she said, oh, he, he had that, which was the bruise as well. And she was like, it was fine. It just went away. So I was, because I was panicking and then it did, it just went away. But I still always wondered, I'm like, what happened that night? I've, I had the same. I remember once and I'd, I think I'd, maybe I'd had like an energetic, energetic sex or energetic <laughs> wank or something. And I remember waking up on like the Wednesday, it's when I was at uni and my dick was massive soft. I was like, what the fuck? You know, like when you've been sucked off loads and out the next day it's swollen, it was even bigger than that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and I thought that's a bit weird. And I was like, maybe I've had a little spurt. Like that's exciting. Um, and then- um, The dick fairy spin bar. When, it, got, yeah, when yeah. it actually got hard, it was still bigger. And I was just like, what the fuck has happened? But it felt a little bit weird. And I went to the, I can't even remember what it was. And I've gone to the doctor. And sometimes when you're rough, you can. Um, I don't. I can't even remember what she said it was. And it literally went down within about three days after. Because like, I, I was like, oh my god, it's going to fall oh. off. It's never going to be the same. Like I was all happy, just thinking like, oh hello, pu like late puberty. Um, <laughs> but she was saying, yeah, apparently there's loads you can do to like. Down. Luckily, mine's quite normal. Like it went back to normal straight away. But it does seem like it's quite a delicate little object. Loads yeah. of uncircumcised people like um, rip their. Friend, you didn't banjo string. Banjo string. Yeah, yeah oh one my of my God. friends did that. Do you remember? No, he's who? Oh, did he do it? No, yeah. um, did it too. Did she? Oh, because she had hers cut in the end. Did you want to do it? Oh, do you know what? I've so many people have done it. I just <laughs> I can't remember who it is. I haven't done can't it. Can't keep no. up with all these banjo no. snapping. See, yeah. I cut, so I never even. Do you know? I when I was younger, I used to look in encyclopedias and. You know, you'd see like the flap over the knot. And I used to be like, what is that? And I knew I was circumcised, <laughs> but I had a scar like in the top of my pubes. And I thought that's what circumcision was. I think I said it on this before. The first time I saw a guy with a foreskin, I was like, what hell is this? <laughs> now I'm like, I've never seen one because I've only seen American porn. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think that's a better note to end on. But before we go, I want to know, like, because I feel like we haven't done share this episode. Yeah. So we should do what the dick... Fairy would sound like if she was Cher. <laughs> oh, I don't. I can't do Cher impression. <laughs> no, but you could just listen to ours. <laughs> I just imagine her pulling out the pants and being like, "Whoa, you need another inch, bitch." <laughs> you get an inch. You get an inch. Have an inch, bitch. <laughs> inch, bitch. <laughs> Wash. 
bitch. So just bitch. Whoa. Whoa. Without <laughs> 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 be like, whoa, I'm taking an inch from you. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, there yeah. We go. That's Share the Dick Fairy. That is Share the Dick Fairy. Um, um, so just going to say a quick thank you to this episode's Patreons. And this week, you guys are James Wakelin, Jill McFarlane, Jordan Billy, Jim Martin, Javian Ford, Kieran Johnson, and Matt Cornett. And the producers are Jared Avard and Eric Morales. Thank you. Thank you, Pedro. <laughs> we love your money. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And if you want to follow us on socials, we're at Cocktails Confessions collectively and separately. I'm at Jalay Slays. I'm at Swan Swagger. And I'm at I Am Dom Top. At Lies! <laughs> <laughs> Hole! <laughs> yeah, I'm at Hole. At Hole. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>